Alright, so it's late at night, but I thought I'd try to make a recording. Anyways, so what I wanted to talk about today is switching. So you'll hear a lot of different things in, you know, forums and guides and stuff like that on switching and how it can feel really different and where the main host consciousness goes when you switch with your tulpa and from a psychological perspective, which I have a bachelor's in psych, um, and I've had a tulpa since 2017, since November-ish 2017, um, basically, let me break it down from, like, my point of view and from the information from a couple of other sources. Now, I don't exactly, off the top of my head, know the names of these, but I've looked at almost every, probably every video that there is on, on Toplomancy on YouTube, and I've looked at tons of different guides and such. And one of the biggest things that stood out to me is that switching is a change in perspective, okay? When we, when we look at the world and we interact with the world, we are doing so from our perspective, from the host's perspective, from, for lack of a better term here. So when you want to reach for a cup, you talk to your hand, you know, uh, to move your hand to reach for the cup, grasp the cup, and lift it up and take a drink, right? And when you decide to walk, you move your left foot, your right foot, your left foot, your right foot, so on and so forth. So when we do all these things, and when we are normally existing, we have our mind voice, we have our own inner speech, as it's called, that's talking and thinking about what we're doing and narrating what we're doing and solving problems and things like that. That's our normal way of thinking. Now let's introduce the tulpa. And so if you have a tulpa, then, you know, when you talk to your tulpa, they talk back to you. You know, you guys engage in conversation. You can engage in activities in the mindscape slash wonderland, things like that. Now, what you experience as a host is all of that background chitter chatter, all of the, you know, processing through things and whatnot. When you interact with your tulpa, you don't exactly have that background chitter chatter of what they think before they respond to you. So, it's like talking with someone else. You can't exactly tell what they think, but you hear them talk when you interact with them. So when you are switching from you, from you, the host, over to the tulpa, what does that entail? Well, then you switch that perspective from you to them, and your level of perception, let's say, your Tulpa is the one that's going to be doing all the main thinking, and you're going to get to experience all that background chitter-chatter. The stuff that you do prior to presenting something out loud to the universe around you, or, you know, out loud, for lack of a better term, with your mind vo voice talking to your Tulpa. So when you switch, your perspective changes from or the perspective of the theater in your mind changes from you to your tulpa. Your tulpa is the one that is the main voice talking. It's the ma main mind voice talking through problems. And then you get to hear all that background chitter chatter rather than just what they want to say to you or want to say to the world outside. You're going to experience what they 
how they think and how they process things, all the background noise, for lack of a better term. Hope you guys are catching this, because I've been really thinking about this stuff the last two days, because my top and I have been really working on the whole switching thing, and the biggest thing, this is kind of like a digest of the biggest things that I've noticed when it comes to my experience, or our experience, I should say, with switching, is that the way that it presents itself. So some people will say that when you switch, you go off into the wonderland and stuff. Now, this goes with the theory that when your top is not interacting with you, like right now, it's just me talking. My top is not around, right? So mainly because I don't have the kind of mental capacity to handle both me and her right now because I'm ex exhausted. I got totally slammed at work. It's 11.32 at night, and I decided to make this recording. So the, the theory is, where is she right now? Is she in the wonderland? Is she in the background listening? The idea is, at least from my perspective, that your tulpa is always listening. The idea of them being in the wonderland is more of a construct. It's more of an idea of a way of placing them in a sort of space, let's say, when they are not interacting with you. Like, where do they go, right? I would like to argue that she, Maya Tulpa at least, is always there, listening at least. It's like someone being on the phone, but, you know, have you ever been doing any something when you have someone on the phone and they're just listening to what's going on and they're not talking to you, but they're there listening and they can speak up when they want to, or they can speak up when you're not doing the one, when you're not the one doing all the talking. That's the kind of idea that I have with the way that at least I interact with her, right? So from my perspective, do, do tulpas go off into the wonderland? You can say that as an idea, but is that entirely true? Not really, unless they, unless you, you and your brain and your tulpa, tulpas, um, have the propensity to make up like different kinds of stories and things like that. Not to say that it's all made up per se, but your tulpa could come back with a story of what they were doing in the interim when you were not interacting with them. This would, of course, you know, be further immersion in your experience and things like that. And that's all well and good. But does your tulpa really go anywhere? I would like to argue not exactly, because even if they're off in the Wonderland or whatever kind of tale you want to weave around that, you can call upon them and they might be able to come and, you know, into awareness. And that, of course, it depends on a whole bunch of different factors, like whether or not you are actually, you know, you have the brain bandwidth, let's say, to support them, you and them at the same time, or other factors, like maybe they don't want, they just don't want to interact right now. So that part of your system is more, you know, reserved, let's say. But back to the switching idea. It's switching from you to them is a change in perspective. So this is why switching is kind of seen as like one of those high up activities because your topic really needs to be like fully fleshed out with you know, motivations and drives and perceptions with different things and therefore probably having a lot of experiences, whether they live them themselves or, you know, through you with your interactions and talks and things like that, in order to be able to work around full-fledged thoughts and full-fledged sentences and reactions and different things. So when 
so basically they got to they got to be big enough and for lack of a better term powerful enough to come to the forefront and be able to interact with everything. It's like you're not going to be able to know how to drive a car unless you've learned how to drive a car and what this button does and what the accelerator does, what the brake does, what's it like to use the steering wheel, things like that. You got to know how to work the machinery and how to go about things in order to go about things at all. So currently in our progress, I have her like narrating a lot of the different things that we are doing when I have her, when I'm attempting the switching. So I, I don't allow myself to think anything. I leave my mental space completely open and all of the talking that's going on in my head is just her voice, her thoughts, her ideas. And then she gets to decide what she's doing with the arms, with the legs, so on and so forth. And this is where I'm at with switching. So if you are trying to work on switching or, you know, you don't exactly know anything about it, understand that it is a change in perspective where you take the back seat and allow them to completely be immersed in the world, both inner and outer. And the biggest way I would like to argue to do this is quiet your mind and allow their voice to go full-fledged. Like when you are just interacting with the world, it's all your voice in there. You want to switch it so it's pun intended. So it's nothing but their voice and their ideas and their thoughts. Now, this, of course, requires a lot of, you know, like a fully-fledged, fully-developed talpa, arguably, and the, the a good practice in being able to quiet the mind so you can free up that space to allow your talpa to fully come out and think and talk and all that stuff and the mind voice. You know, a differentiation in mind voice it would also be recommended where your voice, your mind voice sounds different from their mind voice. And I do believe I have content on that. If not, I'm going to, I'm going to upload it and or make it on, you know, different voice qualities and things like that and ways to, to develop that. But bringing, oh yeah, I was talking about the metacognition basically. Meditation practice would be key for this so you can quiet your mind down and then your tulpa can then take up that empty space in your mind that you are able to create when you are able to calm your thoughts and develop that quietness and that stillness through meditation, which is why meditation is very highly recommended for tulpamancy. And I mean, it's got a ton of other health benefits in general. So when it comes to switching, we're talking developing your tulpa, meditation with metacognition, and then allowing their mind voice, their presence to fully envelop what you're doing. And we've been able to do it for, you know, maybe like two minutes at a time at this point, if not less. And I'm actually going to be taking the next couple of days where I'm off of work and I'm really going to be trying to build the space for switching to happen. So let me know what you guys think about this one. Good hunting.